welcome to the first episode of the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm Susie Meister. And I'm Sarah Rice. <laughs> hey, you're Sarah Patterson. Well, I mean... <laughs> what do you want to be? I'll be Sarah Rice. I mean, it's just better. I mean, I'm not legally Sarah Patterson. But That's true. Okay, you can be Sarah Rice. Months. I just got married. Yeah, she's a newlywed. And the Brain Candy Podcast is kind of like candy for the left side and right side of your brain because I'm a PhD and kind of like super into uh, being pragmatic and logical. And Sarah here is a different story. I'm more the creative side or the engineer and the engineer. She's an artiste. I'm an artiste. Yeah. I have a website. I make little artsy things. I, you know, I'm I'm like a crafter really. Yeah. You're like the queen of Pinterest. Yeah. And redecorating my house, which my husband's thrilled about all the time. Right. So we feel like we have all this stuff that we're passionate about. I'm passionate about like pop culture and books and films, documentaries and Sarah's super into all this. Oh my gosh, like, everything. Super. Creative. I love science. I love psychology. I love that's really my field of study is psychology. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's what I care about. That she's super and, nerdy too. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, super nerdy. <laughs> I'd say yeah, we're definitely the same brain, but two different approaches, two different sides of the brain. But she'll post pictures on Instagram and stuff of her doing like yoga moves and wellness, and like you were. I saw the other day you had like meal planning. Going yeah, only on. that's because I got fat on my honeymoon. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I want to be like that all the time. I, nobody loves ice cream more than I do, but. I loved it too much. You're scaling it back. Yeah, I gotta do some cutbacks. And we feel like the the Brain Candy Podcast, here's why you should subscribe. Because we have something for everyone. We are going to talk about a wide range of stuff, but we're going to curate it and make it like the good stuff. Like the good stuff. We're going to filter out all the crap and give you yummy, delicious candy Who wants to read the full article anyway? (laughs) I want the highlight reel. Sarah is study show Sarah. I am. I just read this in an article, Susie. Yeah, and let's share with yeah. people the cool stuff we've learned. Okay, so here's the scoop. If you're not familiar with us, we are. I'm sure you know because Sarah's done a million challenges. She was on the Real World Brooklyn, and I did Road Rules Australia back when Clinton was in office. <laughs> What they didn't have social media and all that stuff. Though. That's right. Tell them about how they we had met. like carrier pigeons and <laughs> Morse code. Yeah, <laughs> and those cars that your feet drive, like the Flintstones. <laughs> Sarah and I met a few years ago doing the ruins in Thailand, yeah. and that was my last challenge, and it was Sarah's first challenge Correct. for MTV. And she beat me and took all my money. That's right. Spoiler but we both alert. made it the whole time, and yeah. so we bonded. We had a whole, almost two months together inside a living Without any distractions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. We didn't have to call home, because we couldn't. <laughs> so we just did crossword puzzles together, and we were united with our love of, well, it started with crossword puzzles. Yeah. And we were sort of like in misery together. It was like going to war. (laughs) (laughs) And then forevermore, you're friends because you've been through this horrible, hellish experience. Except here's the thing. Sarah didn't know it was hellish (laughs) at the time. She loved it. Oh, man. How do you feel now? How many challenges have you done? Oh, my God. I've done, I think, eight of them. I love that you've lost count. I know. I think eight. I think. It's kind of like your birthday after you're like... So you had know, an original show and yes. then eight challenges. Yes. In a row? In a, I missed, completely. I think, one. I yeah. said no to. But I, you know, 
can't miss anything. What was the so, last one you did? The last one I did was Battle of the Exes, where you were paired up with your ex. But that term was like used very loosely because we just, you know, made out in a closet once. And that was... Who was your partner? His name was Jordan, and he was fantastic and wonderful and helped get me all the way to the end. And we won everything. So that was great. That was the time. See, after you would think after doing that many challenges, Sarah would have won a many of them. I'd figure it out or like <laughs> something, you know? That was her first victory, and now she says she's retiring, though we've all said that. No, I'm done. No yeah. way. She says she's done, so now she needs an outlet. We were saying the other day... She was over at my house with our friend Kenny, who is also from the challenge, who many of you hate and many of you love. He might be making an appearance on here sometime. Yeah, he'll definitely have to be on the Brain Candy podcast. And we were saying how after you do reality shows, there's this feeling that you can't get a job unless you're being paid to be yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that really hit the nail on the head because we're all like, yeah, that job was okay, but... (laughs) Except they didn't worship me. (laughs) Right. There were no fans. Yeah. I could have just been Joe Schmo <laughs> off the street. Yeah. yeah. No. And so, like, we all have been seeking... We're chasing the wind, really. But Will this increase my Instagram following? <laughs> right. No. I quit. So, I dragged Sarah into... I had a podcast previously called The Meisterpiece, but it just was no fun because I was talking to myself. So, this is a perfect way... For us to continue being ourselves. Well, when I was talking to you, I was just listening to your podcast. I was <laughs> by myself in my car when I was driving. <laughs> Sarah is the reason that I asked all my guests what's in the trunk of your car. Oh, it's my favorite Maybe question Maybe we ever. should start with that on our oh. podcast as like a little oh overlap. I was almost scared you were going to ask me this oh, because no. of the amount oh, of I stuff I have in the trunk of my car. I mean, okay, so here's what I think. My yeah, It's always going to be a great story when someone's like, let me explain. <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> how I feel. Um... I have this whole idea, hypothesis, whatever, I guess theory, because it's been tested and true every single time, that the uh, stuff that's in the trunk of your car says a lot about who you are as a person, and it's always true. So, what's in the trunk of my car? This is my favorite. Okay. I forgot what was in your trunk. This, I do like a thousand jobs. If somebody goes, oh, what do you do for work? You're a multi-hyphen. Oh my gosh. That's what we'll call it. I don't even know where to start. I really just judge the person and I'm like, what do they want me to do for work? Uh, I'm a marketing manager for a liquor company, which I totally do. So <laughs> I have about six cases of bourbon in the back of my trunk. <laughs> Are you allowed to dip into that supply? Ugh. Well, here's the thing. I don't like bourbon. Oh. So, I mean, you can dip into my supply. I don't know, but... Wow, I, I didn't don't know like that it. about you. See, no, we're I'm still like, learning about I each know. other. You'd think I no, I just stick to the wine. Okay. And recently, I've discovered beer. I mean, that's been fun, but not like the crafty stuff. I like the cheap, like Coors Light. Yeah, I like good old American, like which of Coors Light would like to sponsor Brain Candy Podcast. We welcome. Them. I will drink that and only that. <laughs> right now, I'm on the fence. You know, I can go either way. I'm new to beer, so is that you all pushing you in one trunk? direction? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> So then, um, I have a yoga mat cause you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on right now. I'm on like day 14 of my 30 days of yoga. Cause wow. you know, I, you made like, ate, a like commitment? my husband on my honeymoon. Yeah. I made a commitment that I was going to do yoga, you know, almost every day for 30 <laughs> days and I've only missed two days and that's because it's like today. Here's my theory. I feel, well, not necessarily regular yoga. I really like regular yoga. But hot yoga, have you ever done oh, that? It's my favorite one. See, here's my theory. What? 
I feel like that's what people do when they want to feel like they worked out, but they didn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because hey. it's like super sweaty <laughs> when you come out. Yeah. But only because it's 5,000 degrees. That's exactly why I like it. But I feel skinnier. <laughs> like, I feel like the crunches work better. And, and you know, I'm, I'm drinking wine right now. For the love of God, I need something to, like, clear out my... You know, the toxins out of my body. That's so funny. It's true. No, I do like yoga too. It's great. But not the hot yoga because I feel like I'm just tricking myself. And this one I do has like weights and stuff. So, oh, that's yeah. So, but I don't have those in my, <laughs> my car. That would just take up space. And, um, okay, so that's not all. Yeah. All then right. I have pro- like, you know, stuff like a towel because I live by the beach and stuff and a taped thing, those roll tapes. Roll is a tape. Like, what do you mean tape thing? You know, like a tape gun, a tape gun, like to bo- box up stuff. Cause I do a lot of like putting things in boxes and I never have tape. Oh, cause and you're I always selling when art. you go to the post office and you need a little piece of tape to close a box and they make you buy the whole entire roll. And I had about 20 of those rolls in my car. So finally I said, forget it. I'm buying a tape gun. I'll have it in my car forever. So there you <laughs> go. Cause I really, I'm just cheap. Um, and then I have my apocalyptic survival kit. That's Wait, like for real. What's in there? Oh, like what's not in there is the better question. Like if something, you know, the big one, the big one. I yeah, have we're in California. Water tablets to like keep me alive for That's a couple so weeks. Great. I have. It was a Christmas present for my little brother who's an EMT, and it was like the best gift ever. I, I have like that. Everything, and it's just in a little backpack, and you know. I love the little doomsday prepper in you. Well, and then yeah, well, really, it's like I think. It, I just want to be ready if anything were to happen. And if anything were to happen, I want to take over as the person who runs my neighborhood. I feel like I could be that person. Like, um, you know, I'm sure there's like a thousand zombie movies where that happens. It's and like, like drive a motorcycle Shyamalan or a horse. movie where like you didn't realize it all those years, but you were preparing I know. See? through the challenge to be like I'll your be neighborhood leader. zombie apocalypse and watch person. Yeah. That's exactly what will happen. <laughs> and I would probably have like a special leather jacket. And I used oh to hang my, my leather jacket up by the door. So like just in case I would be able to grab that. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte. And you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door treatment costs thousands less than braces plus they offer financing options accept eligible insurance and you can pay with your hsa fsa get 80 percent off your impression kit when you use code wondery at byte.com that's b-y-t-e.com start your confidence journey today with byte look around you can find cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Well, I was deep in a fantasy right. world then. So. Let's move on from your okay. trunk, because I can't take it. I, you, she's a little bit of a hoarder. No, Sarah is. no. I'm, she's a touch. She's a touch I of hoarding. just need stuff, a lot of stuff, because I do a lot yeah, of Yeah, you're a collector. They're all collecting. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just collect things. Well, my house is so neat. That's true. You're a hoarder in hiding. Oh, my God. So true. It's yeah. Really true. So my every time husband. I look in your car, I'm like, "Why do you need this mannequin?" Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I probably have had a mannequin in the trunk of my car before. Didn't you have a costume, uh, like a pregnant lady? Did that oh, happen? Yes. The, there was a preg a, a, a belly, a pregnant lady belly. But I got it from you. It was <laughs> from your friend who had a trunk of her car. Did she give it to you? Yes. I don't know what happened with the pregnant lady. 
Wow. Maybe you finally got rid of something. I, I probably did. I didn't see the need for it. All right. Let's, can we please talk about... Um, Sarah was telling me a funny story about her mom, which I think you will appreciate because we are traveling down this world of technology. We're, we're not equipped to deal with podcasting. And thankfully, my husband is in the sound industry. And so we stand some kind of a chance of doing this. But you were telling me your mom, you well, were... Well, I mean, I was... technological. It is. You know, I was trying to... She, oh, God. She was asking me about... It's always fun when any parent hops on social media. I mean, any parent but yours. And then when yours gets on it, you know, now mom's on Instagram and she's following me. on. My mom's not from the Midwest, even though my impression of her is like, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? So she's not from there. But, um, yeah, so she was, I was trying to explain to her what a hashtag was. How'd that go? Well, not well, because I well, still don't think she knows what a hashtag is. Why did she want to know? Well, I mean, because she's new to Instagram and I think she like wants to, I don't know. Wants to be up on like how did the latest she, and the how latest. How did she bring it to you? Was she, she like, hey, what's a hashtag? Yeah. It was just like that. She was curious. And so it's like one of those things that you can't, you know what it is, but you can't really explain it to somebody. And then when you do explain it about, oh, I've never been more embarrassed for just like our generation as a whole. Because when you start explaining hashtags, it's like, okay, well, it's like this thing and you put it at the beginning of a word. So it's maybe like a labeler or identifier. Okay, that sounds like great. Okay, so what kind of things do you hashtag? Mm-hmm. Well, like there's like days of the week, like, you know, MCM. What's that? You know, like Man Crush Monday. What do you mean? So like... <laughs> yeah, you become more aware of how insane how it is. How insane it is. Yeah. Like, oh, and then on certain days of the week, you can like put a picture up, you know, that it throws back to your days of the past. So that's your hold hashtag. On, hold this story. Adam, can you hear right now? If you can, I kind of still hear the news. Do you hear the news? Yes. Um, so if that's a problem and you're still watching, uh, come on down and help us. Sorry. Yeah. So anyway, go on. It's explaining those things that the hashtag that are commonly used that sound absolutely ridiculous. Did you tell her that? not to use blessed? <laughs> Yeah, I'll see. Ugh. Here's the thing. You're part of the problem. Why? Because your hashtags are like the great life and I'm so awesome. And I'm- <laughs> <laughs> and so, well, I like, how I do you humbly her. describe a day at Aspen Food and Wine? <laughs> Aspen. Sarah is a hobnobber, okay? So like while I'm here at my house, like wiping my kid's butt, she's out <laughs> in Aspen with like all these fancy people drinking free booze and well, I'm married into the wine industry, so I know, but you're a celebrity, and so like when you go around, everyone's like, "Believe Listen. me, I've seen this no. firsthand." Me, you and you will go to lunch. We were on the same show, <laughs> and here, and people like do this gasp. Oh, it's God. like an audible noise, and I'm like, "Oh no, here it comes!" And they're like. <gasps> I'm so glad you won that last one and you beat those guys. People really root for you and they are really invested. So good. So then then you get to go to all these great places and your hashtags are like, to me, it's like, I remember that life. Oh God. I'm in my crappy house. We're really, I'm really just jealous because I want a little baby running around and all that. I just want to wipe a butt. (laughs) We can, like, trade for a little while. What are some of the other hashtags you've done? Wait. 
like my oh. hot husband or something. Haven't you done something like yeah, that? Yeah, probably. He's <laughs> a good looking guy. Well, so I always laugh at people that use the hashtag blessed as yeah. in earnest. Like I like to use it when I watch someone trip and then I'm hashtag blessed. <laughs> I, mean, I would yeah, never write it yourself. as like when I'm truly blessed. I keep that to myself. <laughs> I don't want people to think I'm being reverent. Got it. Got it. Well, <clears throat> um... But you have a lot to be I thankful should say for. I'm grateful. Just that's it. I want people to know that a I want to you know like show them how awesome this is because that's what isn't that what Instagram is totally. Somebody told me the other day they said, "Oh God, it was somebody real." Well, they didn't tell me. This is this is one of my favorites. Who are they? <laughs> no, and they didn't tell me. I probably heard this on some talk <laughs> the show. The guys in white coats. Yeah, right. Um, that you are never as happy as you look on Instagram and never as upset as the people who are trolling the internet. So the, those, so we just kind of Ariana Huffington. I think she said this. Wow. Yeah. That you're, you're so, you do know, you the think people that the trolls really though happy, aren't, I think they mean it. Yeah. But I don't think any, anybody's really that angry. Wait, let me tell you a story and this is not on our agenda. So I'm going off script here. <laughs> those are the best. <laughs> So there's this guy who's probably listening. I'll just yay our first follower, (laughs) our first subscriber. Who there was a um, charity that there's a charity that auctions off celebrity like phone or Skype conversations, and he was was my biggest fan. And he asked them (gasps) if they could put me up at for auction so that he could pay for a Skype. Like sixty bucks or something. That's good. You know, it was it was just him, really. I don't know who the other bidder was, but but there were other bidders. Uh, yeah, there were a few bidders. So there was they a bidding war. You. Yeah. So anyway, he won, <laughs> and so then we coordinated, and he didn't want to do Skype. He wanted to do a phone call. Oh, face for the yeah. radio. <laughs> I shouldn't be insulting our only follower. I don't know though, because um. We scheduled for last Saturday at 11 a.m. I called him, and it went to voicemail, and so I left him voicemail. I'm like, where Wait, are What did you? his voicemail sound like? Was it one of those automated? No. Re- it was him. Yeah. It Ooh. said, this is so-and-so. I'm on the other line leave, or something. Leave me a message. And so I did, and I was like, where are you? I can't believe you missed our date. You know, let me... I said, message me on Twitter and let me know when would be a better time. And then he messaged me like 15 minutes later and was like, I'm here. I know I missed you, but I'm right here. And by that point, I was already gone with my kid out and about. And I said, oh, it's a bad time. Let's do it tomorrow. And he has blocked me. No. What a waste of $60. Well, and the thing is, like, I called at 11. I mean, were you sure you're in the right time zone? Yeah, everything yeah, was right. He said that there was like a, um, an outage. Oh, gosh. And so it was nobody's fault. Right. But why would you be mad? I called. Well, that kind of makes me nervous. Right. And so, I mean, these are the, my fans. Yours are like actual, real, wonderful people. Mine are like <sighs> this guy who I I just, I was about my hey, life. Hey, bakers can't be choosers. <laughs> <laughs> and now I lost him. I'm blocked. I'm not, he didn't wow. just unfollow me. So you're off the hook, no phone call, and 60 bucks in some charity's pocket. Win-win. I know. Unless he, like, I don't know, starts stalking you. I'm sorry. I had to get that off my chest. That's scary, though. Well, it was I mean, really kinda, weird. It's weird. He was mad immediately, too. It wasn't like it escalated where I was like, I blew him off. Was he the I... foot guy? No. <laughs> we, we should tell them about the yeah, foot Yeah, go guy. ahead. I mean, well, because... 
there's somebody. Are you I on forget their his name. I don't know what the web, I don't, Wiki Feet. Uh, yeah, there's a whole website dedicated to feet. Now, studies show. Oh my god. I've got one for you about what? feet. Now that we're on the topic, that this is why people have such a foot fetish. That what? the center of your brain where that controls like erogenous zones and like your sexual impulses happens to be right next to the center that controls your feet. <laughs> and those wires can easily get crossed. And that's why a lot of people have foot fetishes. But that's, okay, like a side note. You know, I just heard that. I could totally be Here's wrong. Here's what doesn't it, make sense to me why? about that. It totally makes sense to me. Because the people that I know that have that are really into other people's feet. Yeah. You wouldn't, you would think that if that were the case, then they would just want people no, doing stuff maybe to their it's feet. like, you find, oh God, that's a really good question. We're going to do further research. But maybe then they just associate feet with yeah. sex and then it yeah. doesn't matter. I think that's it. I think it's the association. Like that is, I don't know, maybe I could be totally wrong, but I know I read, I read this. I definitely Do you know any this. women with foot fetish? <gasps> oh, I do not. Oh my God. What's with that? That's such a good question. I don't even know any lesbians with foot fetish. Oh, there's got to be something about that. If you're out there. Yeah. Yeah. If you are a lady who loves the feet. Like loves, loves. Like loves, loves. I I need to know. Well, and then I like, I'm always curious, you know, it's like they always wanted you to, do you just get excited looking at the feet or do you want the feet to do things to you? So from what I've heard. I truly have never been with someone who liked feet or, and I'm not into them, but I've heard that they like you to do stuff right. with them. Oh my and gosh. And they that like pretty feet. traumatic. They, yeah. Like you put your feet on parts and stuff. <laughs> Just one part really. Yeah. Oh God. And then like maybe a lot of kissing and. I would do it for the shoes. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> I mean. Right. Right, maybe we missed out. No, because I I have. Would you tell me I knew if Landon was super into feet? I would. Oh my god, I would tell you in a heartbeat. You would know exactly that he. I would. Plus, I'd be walking in here with like five inch stilettos every single day because he'd be like, <laughs> yeah, bye, right, bye, bye. Right. No, I haven't got a pair of shoes. <laughs> All right. He does well, dress me though. Yeah, he. In fact, didn't he pick your wedding? Something. Wait. Bridesmaids color. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. He chose the colors for our wedding, which was pink. Yeah. Yeah. He I mean, like, real the, eye. Uh, he does. It was a beautiful pink and antique, but he is definitely the fashionable one. I'm like the person who builds the barbecue. He's the one who, like, <laughs> builds the barbecue. You know, decides or tells me to take off the overalls. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive. And start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax. The way car buying should be. 
So Wow, we've really covered a lot of ground. I know, we didn't even finish the part about the feet. I feel bad because this is not a representation of all. Maybe it is. Maybe we have all the... Because here's the list of things I wanted. Like, okay. like the We're podcast. not done yet. No, no, no. But okay, I'm just saying like the, the Brain Candy Podcast because I wanted people to subscribe and stuff. Yeah. Because I, I intended on having us talk about your DIY obsession, you know, crafting. We love love books and films, wellness, yoga, current events, pop culture, science. Like these are all things I intend on. And we've talked about foot fetishes. So (laughs) maybe I'm living a lot. (laughs) Like the truth is we really are just MTV scum. We can can discuss some of those things in there. Some literature. You're reading a new book. That's true. Okay. So we were on a reality show and I was telling Sarah, I'm developing a course on Udemy.com, U-D-E-M-Y. Look me up. I seriously have courses on there and it's on cults and the course that, okay, hold on. Sorry. Okay. Getting materials. Yeah. So I was reading this, um, chapter in a book on brainwashing. Brainwashing. And I thought immediately that we were brainwashed. I, uh, one million trillion percent agree. Here are the the things for those of you who aren't familiar with how cult leaders do it slash reality show producers. (laughs) This is the six things you need to do. Keep the person unaware that there is an agenda to control or change the person. Mm -hmm. Control time and physical environment. Oh, they do that all the time. We aren't even allowed to have watches. We're not allowed to have watches. And they don't even turn the lights off or on until... They want to, so you don't even know what time of day it is. That's right. It's like Vegas. Or the mall. <laughs> or Which is kind of like Vegas. Or the gap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, create a sense of powerlessness, fear, and dependency. Totally. Totally. Suppress. I mean, you have to ask to go to bed at night. You have to ask to wake up. You have to yeah. ask everything. They're like holding your hand. Your basic needs are placed in the hands of like yes. someone who doesn't give a crap. Like they're getting a hundred dollars a day. And those houses look so nice. 99% of the time the toilets don't work. That's right. So we can't even go potty. Oh my God. They're horror stories. There are horror stories. As there Which are, we will talk about a cult. the Brain Candy podcast so. over the over the episodes, yeah. we will share lots of reality hilarity. Yeah, because it's not all the lights, camera, action, and sparkly, you know, shiny hair and everything that. And because it looks this like on is TV. cheaper than therapy. Oh boy. <laughs> Suppress old behavior and attitudes, instill new behavior and attitudes. They totally do this. I used to talk about how, you know, like if you're a person who goes to bed at a reasonable hour and pays your oh bills God, yes. and like doesn't want to sleep with everyone. Then you're looked at as, mm-hmm. you know, um, what's the, how would you put it? You're like the outcast or you're, yeah, they you're mocked. You, yeah. In fact, when I posted oh that God. picture of Kenny the other day, people were like, he was so mean to Sarah. I was like, wow, that's true. I got made fun of all the time for by being nice. other cast members for doing like crossword puzzles reading. and reading and you know, doing little crafty things around the house. I mean, what the heck yeah. else do we It's do? like opposite world. It is crazy land. And that's because those things get rewarded. And so, yeah. It's yeah. Definitely- we talk about this, how they incentivize bad behavior. So if you're a person who has normal behaviors, then it's like you're Whoa, a big loser. Crazy. The last thing is 
put put forth a closed system of logic. And I mean, anyone that watched a reality show like The Bachelor, even or The Bachelorette, oh, right. that's exactly what's happening. You're expected to um, see this as normal that you're trying to win a show that will bring you your life partner. You just like that's a closed system of logic. Like, and you have to be there for the right reasons. And there's this set of criteria that you're supposed to meet. Right. So we were brainwashed. Totally. How do you feel? Well, about and it? I can. I was telling Susie that I came back from one of our reality show events and all of a sudden it clicked and it hit me and I realized that I was brainwashed. I don't know if it was, I was out of it for so long or I was just a little bit older, but I was like, oh my God, they controlled every single thing that we did. And I can't believe that I was like so excited to go along with it. And then I you think know, it has gotten worse too. It though. has gotten worse. Yeah. But they, cause they have to control a whole bunch of stuff because they're a bunch of weirdos who like that VH1 guy who like chopped up his girlfriend and put her in a trunk. You think that's why they control it? No, I think that's why they, maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's why they're so controlling with us and you know what they have to do in order to get us there and all that. And they claim it's all for safety and things like that. But you know, that's I know that's not true though, because as soon as you stop taping, there's a rap party. And I remember in um, Trinidad and Tobago, which was the Gauntlet Two, they the rap party was somewhere different from the house, and they had told us like while we were taping, "Don't go here, don't go there. They're pirates for real. They're pirates. You can't leave the house and all this stuff." But as soon as it was done taping, they were like, "Yeah, we're not going to provide a shuttle, so you guys have to find your way there." And I was like, um, remember, cause this was right around the time of Natalie Hollowell oh, yeah. and, or Holloway or whatever yeah, her name yeah. is. And I was like, um, there's going to be a shuttle because you said there are pirates and all kinds of people. Fear tactics. You mean yeah, you were they were. Mm-hmm. And so we did I'm get sure a shuttle, but I had somewhere. to fight for it. I had to fight for a ride to the party we were invited to. <laughs> well, so, and, and when I was on my season of the real world, I lived in this area of Brooklyn called Red Hook. And it was at the time, one of the way more dangerous neighborhoods. Like it was all warehouses and things like that. And it was right by the port or I don't know, whatever. Um, and one night we were out walking around and some cops stopped us and they said, Oh, you guys definitely should not be out. And we didn't have the security with us at the time or any camera and you had no with idea. us. And they said, there's a halfway house right down there. We just arrested somebody in that house for having like $15,000 worth of guns. No. Yeah. And then I was flying from Atlanta back to New York because I went and did something for the show and then was trying to get a cab to come back to my real world house. And the cab driver said, where are you going? And I said, Brooklyn. And he said, what part? And I said, Red Hook. And the guy, New York. Cab driver says, hell no, people get shot there. Rolls up his window and drives what? away. And I was like, I can't even get back to my own place. That's crazy. I know. So, but it looked great on camera. But we're hashtag blessed, hashtag to, have been, blessed. <laughs> to have been on there. So we won't forget it. But I, mean, no, I, I just really think do it's feel important to have been on there. I totally do too. Everything good in my life can be directly pointed. Almost. And in an apocalyptic situation, I can definitely handle a rope swing. <laughs> I, I know this. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. From award-winning news programming and number one sports brands to entertainment and business leaders. Welcome! 
We're going to make you laugh. We're going to make you think. The biggest stories in entertainment. What's happening in business today? Relationships, dating, pop culture, celebrity. Give you that news and information. The biggest names in sports. Play.it is delivering storytelling at its best. Want to see something entertaining? Tune in. Hear what you've been missing at Play.it. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. Um, okay, wait. We had a, one more thing that we wanted to do, which was some sort of weird test that Sarah no, insists on me taking. In my thinking about... Sarah's always trying to make me do things I don't want to do. Well, guys. no, because I just want to learn a little more about my good friend Susie. But really, <laughs> I just need somebody to, like, I Tell don't know, make me is. feel better about myself. So... I was, when I was talking to my mom about this like hashtag thing and trying to explain it to her, I was thinking about like how out of touch we can be with some of the slang. And then I was thinking about my favorite kind of slang. It was like a little thought train. And what led me to this? Uh, so my favorite slang word, I sort of guess it's slang. It's an urban dictionary. So that's slang is FOMO. And okay. I mentioned this to you the other day and you had no idea what no, I was talking about. I don't about. know what it is. FOMO. F-O-M-O stands for fear of missing out. And I have this the worst ever. Come on. Yes. It's so bad. What are you afraid of? I don't know. I Sometimes I can't. That's even... why you always wanted to go on a challenge. Yeah, because I think what if something happens? What if they do something that is the most fun ever and I don't get to do it? Then I'll be pissed. Then what though? What is your thought go I just from? Don't like, I don't like missing. Okay. and oh, ugh, Is I... it rooted in envy? Oh God! Probably maybe I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> remember we said this is true for the therapy, <laughs> or or not? Maybe it's just that it probably you... is. Okay, I mean, but I just want to make sure that I'm you know getting the most out of whatever I'm doing, and if there's something, so you know when I'm I'm like the last to leave the party, or. Yeah. or the first to leave the party if maybe there's another party, right, and. Uh, I and God forbid, there's two things to do on a weekend. Forget it. If that there's is so funny. Another, and then you have to make me choose. And then I think, oh my God, there's going to be something really. I exciting feel like after. I have the opposite, which would be like fear of being with others. <laughs> okay, so I don't think, but maybe not. So okay, we'll I think we're, we should go over this quiz, and okay. we'll do. And like you guys your, should take the quiz too. Absolutely. Okay, I'll we'll put a like link give them credit. Too. So it's ratemyfomo.com. <laughs> Of course. This sounds super legit. Super legit. You know, and I, you know, I told Susie that I was doing some research on FOMO and by researching, I mean, I Googled it. I like wrote it. I typed it into the Google box and it was on on Wikipedia. So it's like gotta be true. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure. Okay. So the the first question is how old are you? Are you ready to do this? Yes. I'm 35. Oh my gosh. This is the best part of that story. She's, and this is one of my favorite parts about getting a little bit, not one of my favorite parts, but something I've noticed in getting a little older is the age brackets. Yeah. I'm like 35 to 50 or something. You are not in the younger age bracket no, anymore. I admit You're that. You're officially 35 to 54. <laughs> so <laughs> we're all the same. Yeah. You and you know, the 54 year old reaching retirement, same kind of. <laughs> But How old are you? I'm 29. So are you really? Suck it. I'm still in the younger age bracket. Are you really? What? Do I seem older or younger than that? I just d- decided today. Actually, I was like, she's got to be like 32 by now. Oh God! I used to get a lot of sun. I lived in Southern no, California. It's no, the it's because I feel like you're catching up to me in my mind. Like <laughs> and you got like, married. Yeah, and like, that's true. I don't know. I just I know I like, became an old lady like overnight. Holy crap! You're 39. I, just, I know. I go to bed sake. at nine o'clock. I hate your guts. Okay, oh, go ahead. Yeah, 29. Um, I mean, 29, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you're 29. Okay, so how old are you? We answered that. What's your gender? I can answer that. 
That's pretty easy, unless you have something to tell me. But I wonder why they need to know that. I don't know, but you know, it's probably being like okay. So this is where I think you're gonna that's gonna change. So please reflect on how you use social media in the last week and respond to the following items. Hmm. How often do you use social media when eating lunch? How many days of the week? When eating lunch. Yeah. I would say three out of seven. Three. You have a kid, so you have to like feed people and stuff. Otherwise, it would be seven if I didn't have a kid. How about when you're eating supper? And whoever wrote this is like a million. We call that dinner. (laughs) My mom says supper. I'm like, please stop saying that word. What are we, a Mayberry? (laughs) Um, Okay. Dinner. I would say maybe one. One. That's really good. You and my husband should have a conversation and tell him that we shouldn't be doing that at the dinner table. I said that when we were on our honeymoon, I said I wasn't on a honeymoon with me and him and oh my Clash God. of Clans, his favorite game. No wonder no wonder your phone's always dead. Probably, because I don't look at it. Oh, oh you mean because I'm always using yes. it? Yes. Oh, God. If your fear of missing out is causing you to use social That might media. be. Okay. And the other question is, of course, breakfast. Um, that's more. I would say five. Five. Yeah. But not every day. How often do you use social media in the 15 minutes after you wake up? Seven days. At seven days. <laughs> Me too. That's what I was saying. I was reading this and I was looking at, I'm like, that's one day, one I day. I like, it gives me anxiety thinking about only one day of looking at my social well, media. Cause when I wake up, my kid's not up yet. It's so like my true time. narcissist comes out or whatever. It's just, I like to read the news and stuff or. Okay, you like to read the news. Yeah. I like to scroll through people. Maybe it's like a voyeuristic thing. Like, I just have to see what other what people, people are doing. did last because night. Because oh, I probably you're so have screwed FOMO. Up. See? Okay, go How ahead. How messed up that is? I, I just go to Twitter and click on Associated Press and read what happened. Okay, because okay. you're all smart and like, you well, care I'm about what left brain and everything. And, and you're uh, right I brain. just want to know what the party was like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> how often do you use social media in the 15 minutes before you go to sleep? Every day? No. No. Do you have a rule about this in your bedroom? No, I just am watching Cheers. <laughs> That's another old thing I do. Yeah. Okay, so I would say maybe one night a week. I what? Oh my gosh. What it's are like, you doing like with me, your time? It's like me and social media, like, you know, say goodnight to each other. Oh. <laughs> goodnight, Twitter. Goodnight, Sarah. <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot more people talking to you. No, about it's not that. Really, it's, it's well, and this is a conversation for a totally different day, but I listen to those ASMR videos as I go to bed. What is that for? Mass? It's, no, it's... Oh, I thought you were talking about mooks. No, it's like the, it's, there are sounds and it's like people oh, that's who right. talk really gently that's right. and they do we things like scratch that. and like, I'm going to put that head. down for episode I'm, two. I'm, uh, I'm obsessed with it. It is like a brain them? orgasm. It's ASMR. Them? It's like, uh, oh, something biennial, like median response. It's okay. automatic. Something median response. Sensory? No. Yes. ASMR. Automatic sensory median response. That's it. And it's like those little tingles that you get. Some people get it. Some people don't. Well, I get it to the extreme. And it just feels like somebody's massaging my scalp and it puts me to sleep. Just like that. (laughs) So that's okay. So that's why I go to bed with the computer. Back to our test. Okay. So um, here's like the, you know, collection of statements and you have to say, not at all true of me, slightly true of me, moderately true of me, blah, blah, blah. You've done one of these tests before. Okay. Uh, when I have a good time, it's important for me to share the details online. For example, updating your status. Hashtag blessed. Okay. Well, no, but I do like putting a picture up. Would that count? Slightly true of me, maybe. Okay. Or moderately true. Moderately. Moderately. Yeah. You're an honest answer. When I miss out on a planned get together, it bothers me. No, it doesn't bother Never, you. Never. I shouldn't ever. answer for you. See that? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, no. It's you I prefer it. I know, right? 
sometimes I'm like that. I even did the Irish goodbye at your wedding. I was just like, peace out. I recently learned of the Irish goodbye. And it's like my new favorite thing. I tried to do it at the party the other day, but I got roped into saying goodbye to people. And I was like, dang it. As a true Irish person, I was like, I'd be like, should be better at this. Like whenever there's a good moment, especially with my kid or whatever, then you just peace out without saying anything. And then people are like, wait, where'd she go? I like, I want people to miss me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then it's true. Like, I don't want everybody to stop and like. Right. And then, then, then you know what I hate more than anything? Awkward hugs. I'm the most awkward hugger. You are? No, yes. I like your hugs. No, but okay, maybe because I know you, but if I only a little bit know you, I never know to do hands up or hand down. Come on. Oh, it's every time. Every t- it gives me the most anxiety. I wish I could just be a dude so I can just shake people's hand. Wow. I should just start doing that. Just stick the hand out. But then is that Do rude? not do that. No, because it's, uh, it's just, just crazy. learn how to hug. I had to pick one. Always go up or always go down. Because I always end up with like one arm up and one Here's arm down. Here's the trick. Let them put their arms up first. But then I'm supposed to like walk to them what? Like with my arms no, down no, like a weirdo? No, it, this millisecond after they go, then you do yours. And then I'm a lefty, so everything is like thrown oh, up. So like my it. natural instinct is like one way and then they see me and then they switch and then I switch and then oh we're both in the same one. See, yours is oh, a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is. Because I'm nervous about just it. Just commit to a position. Okay. I got to go left arm up, right arm down. <laughs> Is that imbalanced? Do people like that? Oh my god! Or do you have to do both up? Because both up seems weird. That's when you're hugging a boy only. A boy. Yeah. A boy or a man? <laughs> a male. Okay, I don't hug a lot of boys. <laughs> <laughs> Not Link, my kid. Yeah. Just like I just your contemporaries that are male. Yeah. I just make fart noises on your son's stomach when I see him. That's my favorite <laughs> thing to do. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Um, okay, let's get back to our quiz. It bothers me when I miss an opportunity to meet up with friends. Mm, I All say, your friends are I would say, to like, the one above moderately. Slightly. Very true of me. Yeah, I would say that's true. Like, okay. if I get to, if I miss out on seeing you, I would be yeah, really sad. that sucks. I fear my friends have more rewarding experiences than me. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> Shut it. That's why you, I can't give surveys, because I lead... <laughs> I'm a terrible this survey the giver. Least scientific I know. Wait, but why did you say it like that? Because okay, I'm really don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> um, okay, I wait. fear my friends have more rewarding experiences than me. Very. Very. Me too. Very. Okay, no, mine's extremely. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I hate that. I, I just want... I don't know. I want to... If they're doing cool stuff, I want to do cool stuff. Me too. I should be more excited for my friends. Yeah. That is so terrible. And also, I've done a lot. Well, here's what my experience has been is when people seem to be getting things and you feel like, well, I wish, I feel like I deserve that. Yeah. It's a sense of entitlement. Entitlement. Like where I'm like, how come they're getting it? You're like admitting deep, dark secrets. Well, you know, I don't like this about me. Right. Well, we're working on it. Everybody's a work in progress. (laughs) I'm sure people out there can totally relate. Right. Because we, yeah. We're just admitting it. Yeah. Everybody. But here's what's sick. What? So I was going through this and I was talking to my mom and I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like everyone's getting like specifically professionally. 
Yeah. At this time, I had felt like everyone is getting where they want to go and I'm like left behind. And then I said, social media makes it so much, so much worse. Everyone feels, it seems like they're having these great lives and I'm like wiping like it's butt. I don't know why I'm always doing that. <laughs> He's potty trained people. I don't know. But anyway, makes for a good story. I saw, I posted a picture. I was just out with my husband for a drink and trust me, we never do anything. Like we get two hours a week with a babysitter. So we just go down the street and have a drink. It's like no big whoop. Anyway, I posted a pic and the, one of my old friends wrote, I want your life. Whoa. And I was like, it's probably because of your good rack. (laughs) (laughs) My husband's going to be mad. I almost cracked the audio. No, I think it was because I was creating the illusion. I uh, unintentionally that my life was really great, but that should make you feel better because it doesn't. No, here's why. Because if you got that from just one night of your, I mean, all those people out there who look like they're having the best life ever probably have to wipe a couple butts too. Well, no, it, and intellectually, I do know that, that yeah. we all just sort of pick the best things to highlight about our life and it's not a true representation. But when she wrote that, it really hit home. Like, no, people think that about you and you know what your life looks like, Susie. Yeah. So stop thinking like yeah. it really put me in my place. Good. And so I was glad that happened. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Unless that person's life like really sucks. <laughs> no, she. I, and, I like, think her life looks really nice. Yeah. See, I saw that from another girl. You know who it was? Is Cara Maria on Instagram where she said something about like I. She mentioned something and, about like, your life. No, not about mine. About oh. somebody. Not about mine. It's about somebody else's. And she said something about like, you know, somebody else's life looking so exciting or like you know, she, I don't know. It was something along. The, but she's one who I follow her Instagram and I'm like, man, that girl has the coolest life. Yeah. Yeah. I so think maybe we don't everybody's even just realize. thinking like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's it, which is why it's kind of messed up, man. Yeah. That everybody's thinking that their life isn't as great. We just show everybody the highlight reel. Well, it's kind even, of like everybody's always on a first date. Yeah. And you're only telling the best parts about yourself. And even if you show like an ugly picture, but if you do it in a funny way, it still looks like right. your life is great. Like right. that's the Kardashians do that all the time where it's like, no makeup. I, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. but you took like 500 pictures together. Yeah, and like you still think like, but their sheets are really beautiful. <laughs> well, <laughs> or yeah, whatever. or you know what? Well, I mean, when you have somebody to clean the house, like that's one thing. But I always think like, okay, your life might be great, but what does the inside of your microwave look like? That is my whole litmus test for like is humans. Is it really? Uh-huh. Get out. Yes. I think so too. I feel like that should be people's Tinder profile picture. Yeah, just the inside of your microwave. Oh my God. That is hilarious we should because you can that. really tell when I'm in a dark place when the inside of my microwave hasn't been taken care of. I will send you a tweet oh, that I what, did. My God, because that what, is see what, what I'm said. saying. We're the same brain. I know. Get out of here. I like that about us. I do too. Let's finish this quiz. Uh, oh I'm my gonna, God, that's right. I've already gonna, forgotten about. But the I'm going to send you this tweet that I did. Oh my God, that's hilarious. It's Be- totally true. The inside of your microwave. Please share what the inside of your microwave looks like. And also, we're not judging if yours is dirty. You probably have I a know. lot. You probably have like three kids, you know, or maybe not, and just really like SpaghettiOs. Those tend to explode in the <laughs> microwave, I've learned. Um, okay, so next one. I get worried when I find out my friends are having fun without me. Extremely. See? Oh, you said you didn't have this, and I think you're a big old liar. Um, <laughs> it is important that I understand my friends' in jokes. So like that they, you know, you're like on the inside of a joke, like an inside joke. Um, I would say very. Do you, yeah. Do you get jealous if you like, you know, I feel like 
This is like the test for Michael Scott from The Office. Oh my god. He would be so angry about the inside joke. Okay, I get anxious when I don't know what my friends are up to. No, no I don't I, I don't, don't either, care. Yeah, not at all. I don't either. When I go on vacation, I continue to keep tabs on what my friends are doing. But I feel like sometimes that's just being polite. It's like you're like I don't go on vacation. <laughs> that should tell you something about my life, woman who said she wants my life. <laughs> Um, but I would say no, probably not. No. Okay. Slightly I'm, true. No, not at all. No, not at all. Okay. We'll answer that. Maybe you're going to do better than I thought. Sometimes I wonder if I spend too much time keeping up with what's going on. In the world? Well, there, it doesn't. I would say very, very, very. Very. Okay. Yeah. It's in the world. And which following social network sites do you use? Oh God. Okay. We're going to go to the list. Do you use MySpace? No. Yeah. Who used that? That's where I found my first boyfriend a million years ago. <laughs> Weibo? I don't even know what the heck that no. is. Yeah. Okay. Tumblr? No. Google Plus? Yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn? I mean, I have it. Yeah. Well, I have it here. Okay. <laughs> uh, what the heck is VK? No idea. No idea either. Pinterest? Uh-huh. Yeah. Facebook? Yeah. Twitter? Mm-hmm. Instagram? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. Now. I'm screwed, right? Well, we'll see. It's good. Submit. I, I feel submit. like everyone is whatever you said. The diagnosis is. Well, yeah. One day, when, come on now. What's happening now? Oh, we, we didn't answer one. Uh, it, it bothers me when I miss an opportunity to meet up with friends. Yeah, we said that was very true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, technical difficulties. Were... Okay. Oh, all right. Your FOMO. Oh, ho, ho. are you ready? Yeah. Your FOMO level is mm. high. <laughs> yeah. Roughly two-thirds of people experience less fear of missing out. What is yours? Oh, my God. Mine has got to be, like, extremely, extremely high. I'm like the outlier of the test where they just throw away my score because it's too high and it, like, messes up their data. (laughs) Yeah, you're an outlier. Yeah, I'm totally an outlier. But you got... You're high. See? See? I also want to stress that this feedback is for fun and your score was based on population level percentiles derived from national representative UK sample... So well, you're against people in the UK. It's still not. I think it would be like even this. higher in the U.S. You know what? See, maybe not. Maybe people in the U.S. have higher FOMO, and therefore you would only be higher. That's then. a good point. So but this still, is the part about studies. you got to know where your right. study is coming from. But according to RateMyFOMO.com. I'm shocked. You have high FOMO. I really thought it would be like a zero test. Because I don't feel really like I'm missing out unless it's someone I'm really close with. Yeah. So I feel like there should be they should be more specific about when they say friends. Because like I don't care about you know most humans. So. <laughs> it's true. But like if you or you know my friend Kara or somebody is out doing yeah. something super fun, yeah. I'm like what? What? I could have had fun too. Right. That's the only time. I feel yeah. I feel like that sometimes. Well, this is the end. No. <laughs> Yep, it really is. The Brain Candy Podcast, episode one, is coming to See, I feel like close. we didn't even talk about anything. That's a good sign, though, because we have a lot of material we can cover. We sure do. I want people to know that we want them to subscribe. Yeah. Well, yeah. And go to the well, Brain do Candy. do they like interesting facts? Yeah. Do they like exciting... Hilarity. Hilarious conversation? Will they like entertaining surprise guests? We have a lot of great guests lined up. Who doesn't want that? Like a mile long, this list. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have a list? It's a mile long. We have a list. Okay. 
No, we, I mean, we really do because we have the same taste in who we want to, we want to pick brains. Yes. That's oh my gosh. Ain't that the truth? So I hope people subscribe and tell us on social media. Sarah is on it all the time. We've learned today. Sarah's checking her Twitter before she hits the sheets. So, yeah. <laughs> no, see, now I may have thrown myself under the rug because now if I like don't answer people, they're going to be like, bitch, I know you're on. <laughs> What's your uh, handle? Oh, on Instagram is I'm Sarah Patterson. I am like the letters yeah. Sarah Patterson. I have to like. And what is it on Twitter? And Twitter, I think it's. I think it's I'm Sarah Rice. I, I think no, I think it's Who Sarah MTV. You? I think it's at oh. Sarah Rice MTV. Well, I just tweeted you. Hold on. We'll Let's find see. out what. It, see, look, I never go on Twitter that at, much. Oh, it's at Sarah Rice MTV. At Sarah Rice MTV. So I got Sarah Rice and Sarah Patterson going. That's why I couldn't decide in the beginning what I want to be. You know. Yeah, my tweet had been. You can tell a lot about a person by the inside of their microwave. See, me and you, Kindred. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Brain Candy Podcast. We want you to visit thebraincandypodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Subscribe on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Support us. We are your friends. Yeah. You people stop Sarah on the street. <laughs> I always say <laughs> ask yes about pictures. her tattoos. <laughs> oh, God, they always ask about that. Yeah. You know what they always say is they recognize me from my voice. So now you get to hear my voice. That's right. I know. See, we're, this is perfect. Yeah. Now, you're welcome, everyone, for bringing Sarah into the <laughs> podcasting world. <laughs> and I hope that you keep tweeting and letting us know who you'd like to ha- us to have on the show. Yeah. Former reality Oh, my stars. gosh. I mean, come on. We're hoping to do a segment called, Kenny, what do you think of fill in the blank? Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. Because when he was over the other night, we said, Kenny, what do you think of Caitlyn Jenner? Oh. I mean, the, the thoughts that he had on this pop culture phenomenon were worthy of a podcast at least so i think i mean he only gets a small segment we can't let him take over we're gonna have we're gonna call him and you'll be able to hear we won't even tell him we're on the air it'll be great great is that legal who cares okay what's he gonna do sue us right (laughs) uh thank you so much again for listening to the brain candy podcast and tune in next week for hilarity and candy for your left brain and your right brain goodbye everybody see you later You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.